Milkshake maker? That sounds like the worst gift ever. What? That sounds amazing. I don't get a milkshake maker. Well, go on June 11th. Oh, that's that's uh, my brother-in-law's wedding, so it, I think I can skip that and go to... Uh... <laughs> How much do you really want this milkshake maker? The answer is obviously not at all, so I'd never want to hear you talk about it again. <laughs> amazing. No, that was serious. I don't want to hear you ever talk about it again. Oh, I'm bringing it up every episode until the show ends. Luckily, this is the last episode, so... Howdy, it's Saturday, May 29th, 2021, and this is episode 150 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Eskin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What's good, Craig? Episode 150, that's like a big deal, right? Isn't that some giant milestone? Yeah, I think it is. I mean, it is, as you know, because we announced the last episode, shortly the last episode of Do For A Win. Yeah, this is it. I hope everybody enjoys it. It's, what, a black <laughs> chip and two green chips? It's black chip and two green chips, yeah. That's, that's a very round number in it chips, is. so it's good. Seven yellow chips and two red chips. We're going off the rails here. If we're, if we're in the pie gal pit, that is what it is. It's 30 red chips. Yeah. I hate now that we don't have an AC trip on the books because I had two and that was great. And now they're both gone. And I just, there's an emptiness in my soul. Do you know the solution to this? Alcohol? No, that is, <laughs> I mean, indirectly, yes, but. Oh, because that's how I've been filling all the other holes in my soul. Mm-hmm. Is it really at this point multiple holes, or is it just conglomerated into just one? Yeah, it's just hole? one big hole. What's the solution? Tell me. What could it possibly be? We could always put a trip on the books. Yeah, let's talk about that at the end of the episode. Okay, I will save you know myself for, for this chat. So what happened in 1950? Not a lot, I have to say. I found some stuff that I was like, ooh, I don't need to get back into the radio conference style of, of reading Oh, but that was a favorite. A personal favorite. Some speech by Hubert Humphrey. A favorite of friend of the podcast, Paul. Uh, yes. Uh, Hubert Humphrey of Metrodome fame. Certainly not a former vice president of the United States. That's not what he's famous for. He gave some speech, but also finally found something. According to Down the Shore Publishing, which has a steel peer timeline on their website, Frank Sinatra performed nonstop, their word, don't know how accurate that is, Labor Day performances for record crowds, which caused him to temporarily lose his voice. The press of Atlantic City said 41,000 people were in attendance for a Frank Sinatra concert. But they only said it was one concert, not some non-stop thing. So I don't know who to believe, but that's it. Are you a big Frank Sinatra fan, Kyle? You love it? Not really. I mean, I, I loved his commercials with Steve Wynn in the Gold Nugget Atlantic City in the 1980s, but... That's a good point. That is truly, I think, his best work. A.K.A. The Hilton. A.K.A. The Atlantic Club. A.K.A. The Greatest Casino of All Time. The AC. You forgot the ACH. <laughs> Very briefly, the ACH. Yeah, I don't know. I live in Hoboken. Sinatra everywhere in Hoboken because he lived here, born here. He's fine. I, I associate him too much with the Yankees winning, and that's a big negative for me because they always play New York, New York, the Sinatra version hmm. when the Yankees win. I think they play it actually even if they lose. And that's just a miserable feeling as you're leaving the stadium because I don't it want is, the Yankees It, it is one of those things, right? By all accounts, Sweet Caroline, like a perfectly acceptable song, like inoffensive in every way. But it's just like something about it really grinds my gears just because of the Red Sox. So, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Sure. Not like all-time musical classic. <laughs> Thank God I'm a control. <laughs> <laughs> 
Which, by the way, it's extra funny because it's in Baltimore that they play that, so. Yeah, and there are people that get really into it. Oh, they, they love it. They, they love they their John Denver. Enough. Yeah. Uh, so we have an update, which is that the Bobby Flay steak, rumors of its demise, are greatly exaggerated. Premature, yeah. Yeah, so it's it was going to close on June 30th and become some MGM generic thing. Now they're going to wait until after the summer. So Bobby Flay steak will survive through the summer. I'll link to an NJ.com article about that. So I don't know if you thought you had missed your last chance for Bobby Flay's delicious steak. I've never been. Never me, been. me neither. I've been to other Bobby Flay restaurants that are very good. I've never been to any Bobby Flay restaurant. Yeah. Well, now you can go to Bobby Flay Steak. On our sure-to-be-planned Atlantic City trip? Yeah, we'll get to that at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Again, teasing, just a little tease, keep you interested in listening. <laughs> Definitely not 30 seconds skipping all the way to the end. You would never do that. No, no, that it would not please our marketing department. No, Chickies and Pete's would be super disappointed. They, they would not be happy. You'd miss the very amazing ad read we're going to do for them later. Chickies and Sweets. Every time I see the name Chickies and Pete's, I think Chickies and Sweets. They should hire you for marketing. I don't have much too much else to say about Bobby Flay Steak, but I hear you got an email from listener Lou D. Can you talk about what, what was contained therein? Because I have not seen this picture. So he ma- emailed a picture of the volleyball courts next to the showboat with a single bobcat, which is like a little like mini bulldozer sort of thing, <laughs> pushing sand around uh, and asked if this counted as breaking ground for the casino, which would have settled one of our bets that we made in mm. episode 100. But in fact, I believe it's, if you can count it as breaking ground, breaking ground for the water park. Bart said, no plans for a casino at the moment. All focus is on water park. By the way, just to jump in on something that's extremely important, were, were any of our bets coming due at episode 150 or is it all kind of like end of the year, episode 200 stuff? Yeah, mostly 200 or end of specific years. All right. Yeah. All right. No, we've got a long way to go before any of those massive oh, $5 bets come due. Indeed. Indeed. Terrible. Truly terrible. Uh, No, it doesn't count as breaking ground on anything, I think. I think you'll need something a little bit more than just a, a bobcat just pushing some sand around. You need something actually digging. You need to get an excavator. Do we know there. it's not just like smoothing it out for some tournament or something? <laughs> yeah, maybe. They're just, yeah, they're actually just actually going to play volleyball. Justin W. is going to come play volleyball on those courts. Is Justin W. a famous volleyball player? I don't know if famous, but he, he, I think he does like the volleyball. Yeah. I never knew. Now you know. Uh, yeah, you need a pile driver or something. Something actually doing something in that area. Yeah, if it was an excavator, I'd be a little bit more interested. But uh, yeah, like a little bobcat, I'm not I'm not terribly concerned about. No. Lou did respond saying, like, there's something very Blatstein about, quote unquote, breaking ground being a single bobcat <laughs> on the volleyball it, court. It would be. Yes, that would be the most part Blatstein thing ever. It'd be great and if he held you know, a press Do a bunch of press about how he's he's broken ground or whatever. And it's just like some bobcat moving a pile of sand from one side of the volleyball court to the other, like back and forth every day. Yeah, right. Anyway, before we get to our trip, I think the really big news that I was getting in my inbox throughout the week from all the various casinos is that all of the masking and social distancing regulations were lifted, I think, yesterday morning, Friday the 28th at 6 a.m., as far as I could tell. That just meant that casinos were allowed to be at full capacity, all the plexiglass is gone. I believe that it's now the same as Vegas, right? Masks are optional for vaccinated guests. Is that true? Yes. You did not put it in the agenda, so I was very concerned. But yeah, any big thoughts on this? I mean, I know I've got some. Yeah, I mean, so the plexiglass is gone. That's nice. There's no longer social distancing requirements at the bars, which is nice. And you can order standing up at the bar. Like you can walk up to a bar and order, which before you had to be seated to order at a bar, which I'll talk about a little bit in the trip report. 
Uh, the other thing, dance floors can reopen. Smoking still not allowed. So they have not lifted the smoking ban yet. That's very strange. That's quite peculiar. So that's one place that New that Atlantic City has, has not totally gone to where Vegas is. Um, but as far as the mask thing, yeah, lifted and then basically like we strongly encourage unvaccinated people to wear masks is what the emails and said. Encourage in the strongest possible terms. You would think there is there's just no reason that smoking wouldn't be allowed other than New Jersey just doesn't like it and is maybe just slow walking it to see what what the reaction really is i think that's got to be it because like indoor smoking is banned statewide and casinos are kind of this exception so it is kind of interesting that they're doing that you have to think the casinos have to hate this right oh yeah yeah i I think the casino lobby has basically said like this is bad i don't really understand what the political reason for this is other than sort of like a it's for your health kind of thing i i I don't i don't know if it's a political reason i mean i think it's actually is could be seen as a good thing for public health i mean it's not necessarily scoring points with anyone everything is done to score points nothing is done for the actual public good (laughs) Uh, much like our podcast indeed only to score points yes and five dollar bets made two years in (laughs) advance and comped rides on the airbus Ooh, I did get a comp right on the Airbus. Should we get into that and talk about our trip report? Well, I think there's a little bit more to talk about with this. Uh, so my quick thoughts on this, I think it's good and like how quickly my opinion has changed since last week, literally, when we talked about this. And I was like, eh, that sounds like Vegas is doing this a little too soon. But I think it's fine. Numbers keep going down despite things having been more or less opened up for the last couple weeks in most of the country i I think there's no reason that they shouldn't do this as far as i can tell so no problems with me and it it was i have to say having just been there it was surprisingly annoying to be wearing a mask for you know eight or ten hours in a row i mean it wasn't like insurmountable but it would be better if there wasn't a mask requirement you could put it up if you wanted to or take it down if you didn't that would be better yeah i mean the most annoying thing for me is i'm a glasses wearer yes normally like my solution to that has just been to not wear glasses and not see that well which my prescription is not crazy high as we discussed on the trip but when i'm wandering around the casino and what i really love to do in the casino is just take in the sights and the sounds of the casino not that affects the sounds but not being able to see 20 feet in front of me messes up the experience a little bit either way either because your glasses are fogged or because you just can't see (laughs) right yeah so then i'd be like taking my glasses off all the time and then i'd be holding them hoping that i don't like lose them or crush them yeah it was super annoying and also wearing contacts all day like i just end up hurting my eyes and needing to go to bed so i didn't want to do that either (laughs) going to bed early that's not what i want to do on our Atlantic city trip well i did that both nights but we'll we'll get to that you know we have to do things in chronological order as the people demand Yes, they need a blow-by-blow, complete play-by-play of our trip. In chronological order, I guess I have to start because I got there first. Drove up, swung through McDonald's, got the new McDonald's spicy chicken sandwich they've been advertising a lot. It was pretty mediocre, so, you know, not the strongest recommendation. You know, of course, went through to the Wawa, got a couple soft pretzels, as I always must, and, uh, you know, a few drinks for the room. But then I got there, it was probably around 1, 1.30, something like that, on Thursday, Checked into the room, walked down to Bally's, and played some video poker down there, and did extremely well. I know you were on the receiving end of some texts, but it was an insane run while I was there for the couple hours I was playing. Yeah, lots of four of a kinds at, at $2. Four of a kinds galore. So. Yeah, yeah, tons tons and tons and tons of four of a kinds. And you got a Bally's black card. I went to the desk, and I'm just like, can I get a player's card? And they gave me a black card. So I think my speculation is that... 
uh, they must have had me in the system from the the acquisition or whatever. Yeah, Caesar's Diamond, and they were just like, "Here's your black card." They just looked at you and like, "This guy looks like a gambler." Here's your black card. <laughs> this guy's legit. Just to get to another reoccurring theme throughout the podcast, I went to Caesar's because I was supposed to be getting a bunch of free play there, and I swiped my card in Caesar's, and it said I had no offers at all, like zero. So weird. And I was like, what the hell? And the line for the player's card desk was long, and I'm just like, screw it. I'm not even going to play here. I'm just going to walk right back out the, the door. So who knows if I opened a gambling day or not by swiping my card in the machine to try to get my offers. I expect so. Maybe not if you didn't take an offer. I don't know. I think I, I may have because my offers are horrible at Caesars now. And they were like fine before. So yeah, we'll talk more about this, but it's so weird that this happened to us multiple times on this trip. <laughs> yes. Three, three times, in fact. <laughs> so, so weird. Yeah, after Caesars, I think I walked back up to resorts and met you there as far as I can remember, right? Yeah, so I I was on the hour bus for your whole video poker session where you were texting me and I was sitting with only five other people on the very empty hour bus, which is nice. The hour bus, I will say, for 19 bucks, way cheaper. I don't think it's like way less convenient than going to Port Authority. I will say they're adding a stop at Newark which would be way, way easier. It probably cuts an hour off each way for me because it's just like going in through the tunnel into Manhattan and then having to come right back out again to go to Hoboken is super annoying and, and adds a ton of time. Um, so it took me four hours and 20 minutes door to door. I think it was closer to four hours for there and then four hours and 20 minutes for the way back. And it's just crazy, stupid long. Like I should be able to go all the way to Atlantic City and come all the way back home in that amount of time. So that like that's how much time it adds, and it's very frustrating. And part of that's also that it goes to every casino now, like the both the Greyhound and our bus. Greyhound used to just go to two casinos, and different buses would go to different casinos. Now every bus goes to every casino, and it's, so that adds a ton of time. So I was on the bus for like forty minutes, and I hadn't even left Atlantic City yet. So that sucked. I'm I'm way out of order. What's going on? We'll talk about the Come Greyhound on, later. I know. Get, get uh, your head in the game. We'll we'll get all the bus stuff out of the way. I'll probably take our bus again in the future because actually on the way home, I was sitting there like the bus sucks. Like this takes so long. There has to be a better way to do it. Even if it's just like renting a car the day before and dropping it off the day after. And then I can at least like leave and come back whenever I want, which would be nice. Although your traffic sucks. Yeah. But then I then like literally the next day I got an email from our bus like we're adding Newark. And it's like, oh, my God, this is perfect. Like what a solution. So I'll probably do that for 19 bucks going forward. So that's nice. I don't know if it's just, it's like the same bus and it's just stopping at Newark on the way out. I don't know if that's the case. I actually don't think it is because I think it's a totally separate time, but got there on the R bus, got to resorts. There was some confusion about adding my free play to my card from the bus. And that took like 20 minutes to sort out for some reason. Like the woman just wouldn't believe that she didn't swipe my card. And I was like, I promise you, I never handed you my card. And she's like, I swiped three cards. And I was like, one of them was not mine. And I had to like take her to a machine and show her. And she was still very confused. And that was not the last time I had to deal with this woman on this trip, which was annoying. She was very nice about it. She was just very sure that she was right. Uh, so then I got there. At that point, it's like 530 or whatever. I, and I think we pretty much checked in and then maybe played a tiny bit, a little bit of video poker and then headed to Angelo's Fairmount Tavern, right? Yep. Thoughts on Angelo's Fairmount Tavern? We got there and they actually said there was going to be like a 45 minute wait unless we wanted to sit at the bar. So obviously we sat at the bar and strangely enough, when we got there, the bar was completely full with basically what seemed like one giant party of like 20 people, right? From Vegas, I think. Mm. 
they quickly got up and and kind of shuffled out and uh yeah so angelo's i uh, you got some sort of uh chicken and pasta dish i got the lasagna mine was very good we kind of sat at the bar it was the part of the bar that looks like it was in an alley between the two buildings but they've of course kind of made it into one giant building i don't know how was your your angelo's experience i know you got the fancy cocktail as well which i did not so yeah, I got the Angelo's Fairmount Special or whatever it's called. It was uh, It's basically a revolver cocktail, which is just bourbon and coffee liqueur. So that was tasty. It's something that I make at home a decent amount. But the meal I got was the Chicken Anthony, which is like chicken and crab meat on pasta with, I think they call it a blush sauce. Yeah, it's like a vodka sauce. It was really good. I thought mine was excellent. My lasagna was, was okay. I think it was very meaty it was a lot of meat (laughs) like at at least 50 percent ground beef right yeah and it was massive just a ton of food both both dishes were enormous the most food yeah but i I said to you at the restaurant like it's exactly what my wife wants in an italian restaurant like ambiance food everything like she would love it so i think i've got to take her there at some point it was good i mean it wasn't like the fastest experience of my (laughs) life either it must be said our waitress was very very nice and friendly but also not the fastest so yeah i don't know how much of that was the giant group but yeah and then we went to Ducktown Tavern after, which is something we said we were going to do. We did. I thought Ducktown Tavern was very nice. I was expecting a super dive bar, but it's like a pretty nice sports bar. Yeah, I would have guessed it was a lot more, it would be a lot more divey than that, but it would just seem like a perfectly nice bar that you would go to in any town, frankly. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. It's sort of like a every town USA type of sports bar, but uh-huh. I really liked it. Like, it's exactly the kind of bar I like. I was saying, I, you know, I, I would go there and eat a cheap burger and some fries. They're probably totally fine. <laughs> like that i just love sitting at a bar and eating bar food like classic bar food so you didn't mention the favorite part of our walk between angelo's and ducktown when we passed a rando's uh italian bakery <laughs> yes a rando italian bakery amazing it's my favorite if they sell shirts i want one it was good so we we had a beer at ducktown and then we left and walked back to hard rock i think i played a little bit of video poker and then i just went to the asia room and and got a tiles table to myself and was playing there and then you you came over and joined every time i go i'm reminded how much i don't like that casino but mm, i like it a lot also how much i do <laughs> like the asia room yeah the asia room is unbelievable it's incredible it's probably my favorite place in atlantic city and uh had another great experience i mean i lost a little bit of money playing tiles but it's just it's so nice i mean everything about it is nice and i'm sure it's even nicer now that all the plexiglass is out yeah oh yeah that's true it, that was my first plexiglass table game experience and uh, like trying to talk to you was like super annoying yeah you have to like lean back way back yeah but yeah it's just such a nice room i'm almost annoyed at myself that i stayed there for two nights on the last trip and just like never wandered in there i just like never it's, occurred to me uh, i mean the rest of the casino is so bad oh i love it i actually really like it i've come oh uh, i i hate it it's like so crowded and like so bright and i hate everything about it yeah uh, yeah i i understand the feeling the negative feelings about it but i've grown to really like it I actually like that it's very bright and sort of the crowded nature of it although again this was your second attempt at getting free play that failed right yes yes so and, and i also was supposed to have free play and didn't get it there so i don't know what the hell yeah was i was supposed that. to have a bunch of free play i think i think i was supposed to have like 80 dollars of free play at hard rock and i got there and i had none again literally none and i believe this time it was like you know nine or ten at night so the player's desk was closed right. so we couldn't kind of fix that problem and I don't know what happened. And we got back to the room later and I looked on my online account and something had changed because I had had a bunch of offers before and I had basically nothing when we checked from the room. 
Yeah, I checked from the room online, and my only offer was for Saturday. And then I came home, and I checked my mailer, and it, and it absolutely said $10 on Friday. So I was, I mean, it, it was $10, so, like, it shouldn't mean anything, but it's still, like, so annoying just on principle. It was very annoying. Because, like, why even send me a mailer? I can't, it basically means you can't trust the mailer. Which, like, defeats the purpose of the mailer. The whole idea of the mailer is to entice you to go out of your way to go there, right? Now, you know, you had three experiences where you didn't get your free play. Yes. I, had, I only had this one, but it was at my favorite, probably, casino in Atlantic City. <laughs> and so I'm, I was super annoyed at them about it. I was Like, it really felt shitty to, even though it's a meaningless amount, it's just like, this was in a mailer, like, this should be super straightforward. And they're also, their player's desk, anytime their player's desk is open, it is mobbed. It, like, I've never, like, walked up and waited to go to the player's desk because it's so crowded. So anyway, at, at this point, it was probably just around midnight when I went to bed both nights, frankly. So I don't know, have any idea what you did after I left. Yeah, I went back to, to resorts and played a bunch of bonus poker. I played some Dragon Link, which is a fun game. I think I mostly kicked around toward even. I played a ton of bonus poker at resorts because they have full pay bonus poker on just about every video poker machine in the place which is awesome and then at 2 a.m and i like drunkenly wandered up to the dining level it was like looking around and trying to figure out where the heck the the walkway was and somebody who was waxing the floors was like what are you looking for and then she took me over like she rode the wax thingy over to the doors to show me the doors to the hard rock so i walked through those and then quickly got a big ass slice of carrot cake at alexia's which is the pastry shop upstairs in the food court area that I've now gotten multiple things at the last couple of Atlantic City trips. As one needs to do. So I ate some carrot cake in the room at like 2.15 in the morning. It was quite good. For for being drunk enough that I couldn't find the walkway to the hard rock, I didn't feel bad the next morning. So that's that's good. Yeah. So the next morning, both mornings, frankly, I think I woke up a couple hours before you, but I also went to sleep a couple hours before you. I think I just played downstairs at resorts in the morning and probably lost a bunch of money doing stupid stuff there. But got your got your Duncan. I think my breakfast that day was my lasagna after a frozen <laughs> oh, salad. Yes. What were we doing in the morning while I sat it out to thaw? Because every single thing in my fridge was an ice cube in the morning. So Here's what here's what I did, and I remember you were surprised, and I was surprised too. Like my back was bothering me a little bit, so I called up the desk at at resorts, or I called up the uh, spot resorts, and I'm like, "Hey, what's like the situation with massages? Do you have any openings today?" And they're like, "It was this was at 9:45," and they're like, "Yeah, we have an opening at 10." So I thought about it, and I decided to run there. So I actually got just a normal deep tissue massage at resorts from 10 to 11. So that's what I was doing in the morning, and then I ate my lasagna once that finished. One thing that happened right before you went to get a massage is you. I was still like laying in bed, just kind of relaxing, and yeah. and you texted me that you were going to get a massage, and I had to give you my key because you were moving into my room. Yes, so I was supposed to go to Ocean and stay there with my brother, but I got a text at like nine thirty in the morning that my brother wasn't feeling good and he was actually not going to come. So we, it was very very lucky for me that you ended up in a two queen room. Yeah, I, and it was just a thing where I checked in. They're like, "Do you want one better too?" And I'm just like, "I don't care. Whatever's easier for y'all." So it could have it could have easily gone the other way. Yeah, I would probably would have just like hotels tonight found something reasonably cheap and and I mean even if it's like 150 bucks like whatever but mm -hmm. worked out just ended up staying in your room that was fine. So I kind of like dealt with that. I had to I had Amtrak from Philly. Paul was going to drive me to Philly to Amtrak, but that was like later than you were leaving, so I switched that to Greyhound. So I was doing all that while you were getting a massage and then you were done with your massage and then we went to Borgata, right? 
after you yep. ate your lasagna. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just quickly about the massage. I think this is the first time in my life I had gotten a massage like by my own choice. I, I think I've it's happened a few times with my wife, but it was just a, a nice way to spend an hour. And it's like I can spend resorts is, is much cheaper than the rest of the properties there. It's like 100 bucks basically for the massage. Plus I give 30 bucks in tip. So it's like, you know, I can spend an hour doing this or I can lose probably much more money than this at the tables <laughs> or whatever. So I have I have no regrets whatsoever. It was it was surprisingly nice, especially for someone like me that you might not expect to hear that out of. Full full spa review, resort spa, how is it? Nothing was really open because of COVID, like the Whirlpool was closed or whatever, but it was pretty Spartan, I guess. I don't know. So I'm assuming that all of that stuff can the, reopen. The pool now? area was actually like surprisingly seemed like kind of okay at resorts, I think. It was like out on a balcony, like oh nice, like in a greenhouse. It's like an indoor pool, like in a greenhouse on a balcony, basically. But yeah, the pictures of it are very nice. It'd be much better than the Hard Rock Pool, which is terrible because I I poke my head in there. But uh, no, it's it's not Ocean or Morgana or whatever. Yeah, the Ocean Spa is like ridiculously nice. Mm. That's the only one I've been to. So anyway, we drove over to Borgata and played for just a couple hours. I think we stayed there about a much shorter amount of time than we thought we would, mostly because I got slaughtered there. But for the third time, I did not get, at least at Borgata, I got most of my free play, but I did not get all of my free play that I was promised there. This time I did go up and talk to them and it sounds like they were having, I mean, there was like a mob around it. They were having IT problems with their offers. They said that, you know, next time you come, you'll have an offer on your card, which I have no idea if that's true or not. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? So yours was supposed to be match play, right? That you could use at table games? No, it was, it was slot credit. Oh, huh. Yeah, I got all the slot credit that I was thought I was going to get. So so yeah, I was supposed to get like a little bit over 100, and I ended up getting like 60 of it. Mine was over three offers, and I got two of the three, and the third one it wouldn't give me. It said I had already gotten it, but I hadn't. Yeah, I got mine. And then I used, wasted them on some crappy slots. And there, I think we just played some crappy slots and some video poker, and I think that's basically all we did there. Yeah, I mean, it was fine. Borgata is still very nice, but I don't know, for like a, a summer trip when the weather's really nice, I still just prefer being on the boardwalk. Nothing about that made me like, ah, oh, I really wish I was staying at Borgata all the time. So anyway, we went back. We parked in resorts. Uh, just, just so people know, I was parked in Ocean before because I, I have an EV now, so I had to plug it in. And apparently they have tons of outlets in Ocean, which they do. So I just brought my charger and, and plugged my car in kind of overnight on Thursday night. And no one stole my charger, luckily. But I was plenty charged enough by Friday morning that I was good just to park in resorts and it was going to be fine. So anyway, we went back, or I went back to Ocean to play just so I could get my free Wolfgang Puck grill, which is sitting right behind me as I turn around and look at it now. Are you going to use it over Memorial Day weekend, grill up some hot dogs and burgers on your Maybe. sweet Wolfgang Puck? I mean, Puck? here's the thing. It's like a little tiny grill, so it's more like conducive to travel because I have a bigger grill. So I don't know why I would use that one at home no. necessarily. but Because it's awesome. It is awesome. So anyway, I played it at Ocean for a while. I actually ended up playing a bunch of UTH, which I actually think is a pretty fun game. It's a table game I should play more than I do play, frankly, especially when it's $5, which it was at, at Ocean. Uh, yeah, I've, on I've only ever played it when it was like 10 or something, and it just feels like you're getting your ass kicked if you're not hitting anything. It's pretty fair. I mean, you can... I, I don't know. I like it. I like it a lot. So I just played there for a couple hours, and I got a text from you while I was at Ocean. That I had hit my third royal of my lifetime, held four hearts, got the last one. I didn't even, I, you know, I just sort of like slapped my knee like, yeah. Because <laughs> that's how frequently I hit royals, Kyle. Yep. I expect it. You're used to it. Yeah. So that was pretty awesome, obviously, like quick thousand bucks because I was playing quarters. And mm -hmm. so I, 
I sat there, stared at it for a few minutes, played it down to a round number. I think I was at like $1,008 at that point, and then I played for a little more and lost the $8. Cashed out, went and got my 10 $100 bills from the machine, and then decided I would get a celebratory cocktail at 2 in the afternoon or whatever it was at yep. uh, at the Bar 1 at Resorts. Talked to the bartender for a little bit. He was super nice. He made me a sidecar, which was a funny little conversation because I asked for a sidecar and he was like, that's a, that's scotch and drambuie, right? We both at the same time were like, no, that's a rusty nail. So then he like realized what it was and made it. It was pretty good. Sat there for 20 minutes, hung out, sipped my drink, enjoyed the fact that I was a thousand dollars richer than I was 10 minutes before that. I think after that you came back and mm-hmm. we went to the seed, right? So yeah, the seed, a living beer project, I believe it's called. <laughs> Yeah, we went there shortly after it opened. I believe we walked out there, right? Yeah, it was perfectly fine walk. It was fine. I was pretty drunk by this point, and I was going to be a lot drunker later. Actually, <laughs> both days, I was pretty drunk in the afternoon. I know by the time you got there on Thursday, I was like five in or something. So like Thursday was a lot rougher for me, I think, than you, at least before the night where you caught up. To be clear, we're talking like light beers here. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. To also be clear, I am not nearly the drinker that I used to be, too. Yeah, I don't. Feel, I feel like neither of us really like overdrank, but then we were like drunk on not a lot of drinks, which is a sad state of affairs. We'll get to, to the situation on Friday, but it was one of those days that I was hungover Friday night from drinking Friday during the day. Yeah, I hate that. I try to avoid that at all costs. It's It was bad. So anyway, we went to the seed. We got some samplers. You got two samplers. So you had four four-ounce beers, I think? Yes, correct. And I had three samplers. So I had six four-ounce beers, which is really not a lot of beer when I say it that way. But <laughs> it's like two beers. Yeah, a beer and a half maybe for you and like two for me. But I thought it was fine. It didn't blow my socks off or anything. But I thought they had some beers I I liked and were perfectly good. I'd go back. It was a nice little space there. We saw Eleanor from Route 40. Uh, She came in to pick up some stuff and we talked to her about about things for a half hour, which was nice. It was really good to to see her and and her, her two kids. What were your thoughts on the seed? The space was very cool. I was worried that it was going to be really crowded. It was not crowded at all at at five o'clock. So that was good. You you might remember I was getting a little stabby, fantasizing about beating people up and stealing their pizza or whatever, because everyone came in with their own food. (laughs) I was very hungry at this point, because I'd only had leftover lasagna like six hours before this, seven hours before this. I think all I had had to eat so far was like a toasted coconut donut and a pretzel from the soup man. I spent a lot of time at the resort's Quick Bites food court, which we'll talk more about, because everybody needs to know about the resort's Quick Bites food court. Indeed. It's an amazing place. I I love it. It's an oddly prominent part of the casino. Between us, I think we got all of the beers that the seed had to offer. Yes. I think there were only two that I thought were pretty good, but it is like a super new brewery. So I I won't say like, oh yeah, they make a bunch of not good beer because I think breweries just get better (laughs) as they go on. I don't know if I agree with where exactly you're going with this. Not everything was my favorite, but I thought everything was well made there and just some things are not my style. Yes, I agree with that 100%. I didn't think anything was like bad. Yeah, no, okay. There's some things that I didn't like, but I know that's just because of my preferences. The IPA was like good, but not amazing. Right. It was different than most other IPAs. I would say just for me, I would have like hoped for more stuff. It's just like personal preference would have hoped for more stuff in my style. But I would still go back. Like I expect that they change what's available pretty frequently to where it's worth going back a lot. No, it was fun. I I enjoyed it. So after that, we walked over to uh, Little Water because you needed to buy some gin. I bought my gin. I bought my rusted revolver, the best gin in the world. Uh Uh-huh. 
briefly talk to Guy, who's one of the owners, because yep. the last time I went on the way out of Atlantic City, I quickly bought a bottle of gin, took a picture of a little water, tweeted it. And then I, it was actually Eleanor who was like, oh, you met Guy. And then he responded like, he didn't say who he was. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> So I figured I at least had to say hi since he was there. He got pulled away from some meeting. Hopefully I wasn't the jerk who was interrupting. Uh, if, was, if he's anything like me, I'm, I would always be grateful for a reason to be pulled away from a meeting. That's so. a good point. Yeah, I mean, happy to have my new bottle of Rusted Revolver since I'm almost out of the other one. I've been so slow about using the other one because I'm like, oh, it's uh-huh. hard to get if I'm out. But maybe now since we're not in a pandemic anymore, I'll use it more often since I figure yeah. I can just go get it. So anyway, from there, we walked back to Piccalilli, right? Got some wings. They were amazing. Oh incredible the, their wings are just amazing got a beer it was a very nice time i think the bartender said two words to us the whole time which is exactly what you expect at the piccolo i have to say like all of our bartenders like the bartender also at ducktown <laughs> they're like yes. both extremely quiet and introverted and you can just tell it's like their personality or whatever i mean for me like i certainly never have a problem with that but yeah it's like a bit out of the ordinary for bartenders i think yeah one thing i forgot to say about ducktown their tap list was excellent like they had yeah, a yeah. lot of microbrew, like good microbrews on tap. I got some like double nickel IPA. It was excellent. So yeah, I, that's a a big mark in the favor of, of Ducktown. Cause I think I've said before, like there's just really not a lot of great beer bars in Atlantic City. So it seems like it's improving, but I, I was really surprised because I was expecting a dive bar and then it's like a nice bar with a, with a good tap list. So. Yeah. So after Piccolilli, we went to Bure to eat, which is, I believe, a place that neither of us had ever been. Right there on, on Tennessee Ave, and we were excited to go. So I ended up getting the jambalaya, which seemed like the thing to get with alligator sausage that, as far as I could tell from talking to them, contained no alligator. <laughs> yeah. What what did you end up eating? I got a pulled pork sandwich. It was, like, pretty good. Not amazing, mm-hmm. but, you know. My jambalaya was, was very good. It was really well done jambalaya i think the perfect amount of spice which is like quite a lot which is what i like so i try the jambalaya and and my concern about jambalaya is typically like i get two bites into it and then it's just so much powdered spice that it's not great but i feel like the spice that i was getting no, the was spice was from the jalapenos like the diced jalapenos in it i think yeah which was way better so i yeah i i feel like i i sort of whisked out on getting jambalaya the was jambalaya very... was was really very good i was also quite drunk at this point so I, I got a cocktail with some sort of like hemp drink in it oh yes you did you did you did your cbt whatever yeah, cocktail. A, a bee's knees which is like a classic cocktail that i make a lot but it, but then the kicker was that they poured on top of it some sort of hemp drink uh, and it was good it tasted good it didn't make me feel like high or anything but you know yeah yeah what can you do well i'll say also beret had a uh, live music and the band sounded good like we couldn't we were not we, in we the could room, hear them through but... the wall because we were on the not band side but i think there's a cover if you're on that side so uh-huh. we didn't do that but i like beret i would go back and it's super close to the boardwalk too it's yeah it's a very short walk yeah so after Beret, I think we just ended up going to resorts, right? And just played for the rest of the night there. Was, was that when I hit a string of like, did I hit three straight flushes? I think on the trip I hit three straight flushes and two of them were that night. <laughs> it's like three hands apart. <laughs> and not, not including your royal flush, right. you had four straight flushes on the yeah. trip. Bizarre. Three straight flushes and a, uh, a royal. And four aces on bonus poker, which is the second highest pay. <laughs> it was Yeah, it was nuts. We'll talk a little bit more about street flushes in, in a little bit. But yeah, I think we just went back to resorts. I 
went up to bed again around the same time, just around midnight. So again, I have no idea what you did after I went to sleep. Yeah, I didn't stay up as late. I think I just bounced around and played a bunch of bonus poker and a bunch of slots, which is funny because you'd think, you know, I already hit the Royal. Like, what am I looking to get out of more bonus poker? But you know what's better than one Royal, Kyle? Two Royals. Two Royals or, you know, two more straight flushes, which is what happened. So yeah, I, I ended up actually doing pretty well that night, both between slots and, and video poker. I played some of this Alice in Wonderland, I think, slot. The new, I, I saw, uh, oh no, I saw Wizard of Odds. Oh yeah, it was Wizard, uh, yeah, Wizard, it was, it was Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it was not Wizard of Oz slot, yeah. which would be great. But. Yeah, that would be amazing. It was Wizard of Oz slot, uh, three real. And it, you just get a ton of bonuses. The weird thing is the bonuses never make you that money, that much money, but it's also a pretty slow burn in terms of, of losses. So I, I ended up, upping my play and playing higher per spin than i normally do which you know we're talking like a dollar fifty instead of fifty cents but it was a fun game for that because it, it was a really slow burn although the funny thing is at one point somebody sat down next to me on that machine put in like 50 bucks or whatever and was playing on maybe like three bucks and he hit a bonus and it looked like it was going to be a ton of money and it was only 50 bucks and he's like 50 bucks are you kidding are you kidding and he talked to me for like five minutes about how ridiculous that is without spinning again and then left <laughs> 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 like yeah that's what the game is man like it's a lot of very small bonuses but i liked it it's this is pretty much exactly what i want in a slot like a lot of bonus games fun interesting different bonus games sort of like the the wonka machines and and a slow burn so it was good uh and that was that was pretty much all i did friday night didn't go to alexia's and get any dessert seems weird that i wouldn't get dessert anywhere Oh, do you know what we did get? We got Haggadahs uh, that night, too. Oh, yeah, we did get a giant Haggadahs, and then I was so full and felt, like, so yeah. gassy the rest of the night, and I had regrets. I had major regrets <laughs> from eating all that Haggadahs. You bought it for me. I don't remember exactly why. I don't know if that was, like, my, my reward for your royal or, or what, but I know you bought me Haggadahs. I think we split a bill that we shouldn't – that was that I had more than you on. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think at Angelo's, we split that bill. No, we didn't split the bill. No, it was I, don't a, know. I think it was at Beret and I had the beer and a more expensive dinner. Oh, okay. This is like the kind of real detail that people need. I'm a cheap date, basically. Yeah. The cheapest of dates. And then I stayed in your room, so. You did. It was as romantic as could be expected in that I was sleeping by the time you came up. Yeah, so that was too much haagen I would say. <laughs> it was it was the right amount for me. I was really happy with it. Again, back at the, the Quick Bites at the resorts, our favorite place. And then Saturday, woke up... I woke up, like, two hours before you on Saturday, I think. You you woke up extremely late. I was up at 7, moving around, I think. And you didn't wake up till after 9, I don't think. No, I think it was almost 10. And I was very yeah. happy about that. You were down watching F1 qualifying. Just to get into that a little bit. So I, I went kind of early in the morning when I woke up. Because, like I said, I woke up at 7. I grabbed a donut, a Dunkin' Donuts, and a drink. And I, uh, you know, was like, I'm going to make a bunch of bets on the F1 qualifying at Monaco or whatever. And so I made a bunch of bets. I felt good about them. This was like seven and qualifying was at nine. I'm like, I'll come back and I'll watch qualifying in the sports book because I've never actually watched a sporting event in the sports book. And I'm like, this is going to be fun. And then I went and I actually ended up playing the uh, Joker's Wild. Oh, yeah. The progressive at resorts. Yeah. Because it was it was a plus EV game. I'd never played it, so I, I wasn't totally sure on the strategy, but I think I'm pretty good at that sort of stuff, and I think I figured it out pretty quickly. It's a very strange video poker game compared to Jacks are Better. It's a lot of discarding your entire hand, like yeah. a lot of discarding your entire hand, or a lot of only holding a joker and then still getting nothing. But it's it's crazy how top-heavy it is. So the straight flush pays the same as Jack or Better, I think, even though there's a wild card, which makes it so much more likely. So that's incredibly important for your eventual payout 
the five of a kind was the progressive, which was quite a bit above what it should have been. Uh, it was something like $6,500 and it, it should have been 4,000, I think. And actually like the way that machine was, the Royal was exactly the same as a straight flush. So you didn't get anything extra for getting a Royal compared <laughs> to any other straight flush. So there was no reason ever to keep two high suited cards like you would in Jack Spreader. I think that pay table is weird even for Joker poker, but it was a little strange, but but the like huge payout for a five of a kind more than made up for it. I think you you put it into your phone. I told you, I think this is going to be between like 100 and 101 or something like that. And it was like 100.2 or three. Yeah, I, think. I think it was like 100.17 or something. Yeah, uh-huh. Very slightly positive. But, but uh, I got abs- I got absolutely demolished in that game, too. It destroyed me. And like I said, it's the kind of thing that like so much of your payout is coming from like fairly low probability events that that can happen a bit more than in Jackson Better, where you're pushing a lot getting two pair and stuff all the time yeah i had like 10 minutes on the way to the bus at the end and i was like i'm gonna try that joker poker poker that kyle was playing it lasted like eight seconds yeah i put 60 bucks in the machine it was gone so this this was one dollar joker burger by the way if you could figure it out from the progressive size so uh, after i was tired of losing that money i walked back to the sports book and it still had not actually opened up yet because I, I placed my bets at the machines outside it. And the qualifying was on ESPN2 and none of the TVs had ESPN2 up. And because it wasn't open, there was no one I could talk to about changing the channels on the TVs. <laughs> so I, I walked around the casino and there's some random table that had ESPN2 on over it, like a closed one, like a Baccarat table or something. So I, I watched a little bit of it there. Then you reached out and said that we've got it up in the room. So after Q1, I came up and, and watched the rest. I actually won money on the qualifying. Oh, too. nice. I had Ferrari getting pole, and they did, sort of. But for my purposes, they did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did for at that time. <laughs> yeah, they got pole, and then he uh, the person who had pole could not start the race. So the way I had structured my bets is I was going to make money no matter what, if basically anyone other than Max Verstappen ended up getting pole. And lucky for me, that is what happened. After that, uh, we went back down. I played a little bit more Joker Poker because I'm an idiot and don't learn my lesson. Got beat, and then I was like are we going to do breakfast or not? And you're like, I just had a donut. I'm not really hungry. So I was like, that's fine. I probably should leave anyway. I don't have time to sit down for an hour somewhere. So I ended up leaving. So what did you do for the rest of the trip? Yeah. So th- at that point I had a, about two hours before my bus. I played a little bit more bonus poker for some reason and mm-hmm. played a, bl- a little bit more of the wizard of Oz machine and then decided I need to get some lunch. So I was like, I'm going to go to Margaritaville. Why not? since it's sure. in resorts yeah sounds sensible so there were there were open seats at the bar so i started walking over to the bar like you do and then i saw a host guy and i was like hey i can just sit at the bar right and he was like you absolutely cannot just sit at the bar there's a 45 minute wait you need to put your name on the list and i was like that's crazy so then i went over to land shark and i was like hey uh if it's just me can i go sit at the bar and he's like it's a 45 minute wait and so then i was like hmm let me run over to hard rock cafe which also had open seats at the bar and so I said, hey, can I sit at the bar? And they're like, there's no food at the bar, only drinking. And I said, what if it's just me? Can I sit somewhere? What's the wait? And they were like, it's a 45-minute wait. And so then <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what to do. Uh, so I kind of wandered around for a little bit trying to figure out what to eat and was annoyed at how social distancing meant that every bar had a 45-minute wait, which is insane. That obviously will no longer be the case in about 10 hours. And then... I ended up back at the Quick Bites Food Court at Resorts and got chicken tenders and fries from Ruby's Dinette, which were actually probably better than with any food I would have gotten at the Margaritaville. Yeah, I've only gotten Ruby's once or twice, but I've always thought it was pretty good. It was disappointing just because, you know, I was hoping to like sit at the bar and eat somewhere and actually get a real meal. 
There is a bar at Ruby's Dinette. Did you know that? The seats are blocked off, man. Oh, uh, can't, can't sit there. Damn. I, that's where I sat when I had Ruby's Dinette last. That was annoying. The boardwalk was insanely crowded on Saturday, starting at like noon. So then after I ate some food, I went and got a couple of things for the kids, which I still have not given them for some reason. Um, and then <laughs> went and blew 60 bucks on that stupid Joker poker machine. <laughs> So that I ended up for the trip up exactly the winnings from the Royal and then got on the bus. And so the bus again, same lady at the resorts bus terminal. I went and said, I just bought a Greyhound ticket. It said to pick up my ticket at the casino. And it was specifically said, like, if you are purchasing at a casino, there is no fee. Just get it printed out at the casino's bus thing. I was like, perfect, easy. So I walk up and she's like, that's a new one to me. I've never heard of print. We don't even sell tickets, blah, blah, blah. And it's like going off on this whole thing. Went and had to get someone else. And then she's like, both of them are like, we've never heard of anything. We don't sell tickets. You can't print a ticket here. And it's like, okay, but rather than just telling me that over and over again, can you maybe like try to help me with this situation where I've obviously bought a ticket from Greyhound, which says this. <laughs> she's like, I don't know. You can ask the bus driver. And it's like, okay, I'll go do that. And so, so I asked the bus driver and he's like, obviously not real happy about it. And then I show him the email and he's like, fine, whatever. And just like checks my name off and lets me get on the bus. <laughs> so that was annoying and weird. And then, like I said, I sat on the bus, the bus went to resorts and then it went to Caesars and then it went to Bally's and then it went to Tropicana and then it went to the Atlantic City bus terminal. So I got on the bus at 2.20. At 3.05, we were not on the AC Expressway yet, which is insane. And then we hit tunnel traffic going into Manhattan. So then it was like another extra half an hour. And so I walked into my apartment at 6.40, four hours and 20 minute trip, which is unbelievable because it's 100 miles away. And I was definitely thinking like I'm never getting taking the bus again. I did feel super bad for the guy on the Greyhound next to, on the bus, the seat next to me on the Greyhound because he very visibly had to pee so bad starting like 15 minutes into the trip. And then he tried multiple times and came back and still was like shaking his leg because he just like apparently couldn't go in the bathroom, which I can relate to. I was feeling like sympathy pain, even though I didn't really need to pee. I was like, oh, four hours or whatever that we were on this bus. I was like this poor bastard, but he did make it. And then he ran into the Port Authority bus terminal bathroom, which is not going to be much better than the actual bathroom on the Greyhound, I will say. Uh, so that's a random story for ending the trip. That's a good story. Yeah, so so for me, it was also something north of four-hour trip home. I, I had forgotten the, like, Saturday weekend traffic, uh, but it it was absolutely horrible, and, like, I don't think I'm going to be doing that again. If I ever do stay until Saturday, like, I'll be leaving much earlier or much later or something, because it, it's not fun when a two-and-a-half-hour drive is actually a four- or four-and-a-half-hour drive. Right. I mean, I, so I don't really like driving, so I have always preferred the bus, even though I know it takes extra time, but the ability to leave home when i want to and to leave the casino after you left i was like i should have just taken the 12 o'clock greyhound like now i'm sitting here for two and a half hours but you can't switch anymore on greyhound it used to just be open return and that's not true anymore which sucks uh so then i was just like fine <laughs> and like sitting around for two hours trying to find this meal it was not a particularly fun two hours and then ended up on this bus that took forever to get home got home like in the middle of kids being jerks about eating dinner and, and not wanting to go to bed and stuff. So that was just, you know, a great experience to, to finish off everything. So, yeah, I don't know. But the Newark thing makes a huge difference because getting to Newark on our bus, ride our bus, and then just <laughs> and then just taking an Uber or whatever back to my apartment, it would honestly cut so much time off it. So that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say when you were complaining, just one word, Newark. That's, I th that's pretty much the trip. Obviously, we've talked about getting home. So 
Do you have any overall thoughts about the trip or about like sort of changes to what you were expecting? It was good and bad. I mean, the changes were fine for me. I, I don't think I want to do. And like 10 years ago, Kyle is going to be appalled at me for saying this. I don't think I want to do two nights again if it's just going to be me and you with no offense meant to you. But getting more people there would be important for me. I think one night would be totally fine if it's just the two of us of of all the places we went. So let's see. Angela's was good. Ducktown was good. The Seed was fine. Pickle Hilly is incredible as always. Beret was, I thought, very good. So that was good. Uh, I was glad we did a bunch of stuff outside of the casinos. I yeah, think same. that was super important and made me happy i got crushed in gambling that was that was bad despite winning a thousand dollars at the bally's like right as the first thing that happened when i got there still still got crushed in gambling it was my first positive gambling trip in like two or three years which i mean obviously we went a year Mm. and a half without going so it's a little weird i guess actually my vegas trip was positive so it was my first positive atlantic city trip in two or three years and so it was really nice and yeah it was like a big positive because of the royal but like it was just to put a positive number up my trip in april i only lost 20 bucks but i didn't gamble that much but the a couple of the trips before that were like you know for me pretty big losses and so remembering that you actually keep that it's possible to win <laughs> is a good thing i thought the room at resorts was very nice i was happy about that both rooms yeah, uh, so yeah, you got to experience two rooms. Uh, yeah, the room that I had was perfectly nice, frankly. I mean, it was like, you could tell it's a little bit old. It could be refreshed a bit. It would have been nice if my fridge worked in a way that I could have really kind of used it the way it had to be used instead of just turning everything into like an ice cube. I thought the bathrooms in particular were very nice there, yeah. frankly. Like that was the, the high point of the room. I just like the casino at resorts a lot. So that part was good. I was happy with the lodging. We spent a lot of time at resorts, which we haven't spent much time at resorts. You've spent more time there than I have. Yeah. But like I haven't spent any time at resorts in a very long time other than going to Landshark twice. It was my my first time in the Rendezvous Tower. I thought the rooms were nice. I mean, I think Coral Suites are significantly nicer. Uh, For something that you can be guaranteed to get, I thought Rendezvous Tower was like perfectly nice. So so what about the the gambling though? Like what did you think about resorts as sort of a home base for a trip to to play a lot? I – like playing at resorts so no concerns with me oh i didn't say i had a mouse friend on friday night as i was playing video poker or i think it was thursday night there was the smallest mouse i've ever seen in my life kept running between my video poker machine and the bank of slot machines across from it and i like i was the only person who saw it other people would walk right by it and not like freak out or anything and i was just like yeah it's a tiny mouse it's very weird so yeah resorts has mice can you keep that in mind One very small mouse. This is my mouse friend. This is my lucky mouse friend. He uh, helped me get my royal. So it's weird. Like when I was thinking about it afterwards, I liked most of what I did at resorts. I actually think the little like shopping area is surprisingly good at resorts because it seems so secondary and like forgotten about. But then like the Quick Bites food court, which we spent a lot of time at. I love the Quick Bites, man. It has great options. I've never even eaten at the Mexican place that Justin S. loves and always recommends. So... Oh, the burrito place? Isn't the burrito place? Doesn't he like it? Yeah, I don't know. It's supposed to be good. This The seating area sucks. I hate it. Uh, what's wrong with the seating area? It's like it's cafeteria so, seating. I know. It's so dark and boring. It, they, they need to redo it. Just re, it, Honestly, like if they could redo that, it, it's so prominent. Like I said, it's so – because it's like right next to where I'm playing all the time. So I'm like always looking over at the freaking suit man in these like crappy bus station. Like looks like they're in Port Authority bus terminal in New York. Seats and tables. I love it. I don't want them to change anything. Neon it up or like brighten it up. Change it. No, absolutely change it. Like make it just a little nicer, man. It would make such a difference for the entire vibe of the casino. I know it's If it's nicer, then people are going to be loitering there more and I'm not going to be able to eat. That's a good point. 
Uh, I'd say I liked bar one. I liked the vibe of bar one. And, and at night they had a DJ and they were playing like, you know, modern stuff. You'd think they'd be playing based on the clientele stuff from Frank Sinatra and from his 1950 concert at the Steel Pier. But no, it, it was good. And, and playing video poker, you could hear the bar one music. There are a lot of things about resorts that I like a lot. I still greatly prefer I know you hard still rock, but like, like the hard rock in the ocean probably more, but. It's weird, though. Like, I like Ocean, and when I think about Ocean, I'm like, yeah, Ocean's really nice. But when I'm actually physically playing at Ocean, I'm like, I don't really like this. <laughs> it's very odd. I promise that next time you have a room choice between Ocean and, and Resorts, I think you're going to go with Ocean. That's a tough one. Yeah, I probably would. The room is just so much nicer at Ocean. The walk waiter is to Hard Rock, though, at Resorts. <laughs> like, it, makes, it makes it feel like it's one big casino. It's Man, like, you got to climb, climb that mountain on the walkway between Resorts yes, and Hard Rock. But coming back, so easy. Oh, yeah, it is. You just fly on down. I didn't mention Hard Rock's getting a Starbucks, which is huge, just inside the entrance from the boardwalk near the Sugar Factory store. Couldn't care about anything any less than that, frankly. I mean, we do have Dunkin' Donuts right Dunkin' is, is better in literally any measurable way than Starbucks, especially price. Yes, that's a big one. But people will like their Starbucks. People are big fans no, of their Starbucks. Dunkin', everything is, is fine. People are too highfalutin. Any any other thoughts on the trip before we get into the mo- most important thing, which is the next trip? It was good. We need more people to go next time. That's that's. Yeah, I agree. It it did make a difference. Like, uh, I mean, for one thing, I lost, like I said, I two, lost my two nights. I think is I, I don't want to do two nights with just one other person. Or or if we do it again, maybe we could plan even more stuff out of the casinos. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, and it's funny because we did do a lot of stuff out of the casinos, and I still yeah, was yeah. sort of like we should have done more out of the casinos, which is which you know basically all our meals were out of the, out of the casinos. We did seed, we did little water, like how much more is there to do? So yeah, I agree with that. So next AC trip before or after Labor Day, what do you think? The question is really for you. I can do like an overnight pretty much any time. The pessimistic side is like, I'm so booked up for June and July. I mean, how hard is it to get away for one night though? I mean, June and July are just, this is not going to happen. Like I'm traveling every two weeks. <laughs> I, I still don't understand. There's no way I'm getting away between like week long travels. Like, let me just take a Wednesday between traveling a week to Wisconsin and traveling a week to Massachusetts. Like, that's not gonna happen. Now, not with that attitude. Yeah, exactly. I have two random Fridays off in August, so like a Thursday to Friday. Yeah. In early August seems possible. Yeah, I could do that. I would much rather take off like Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, but yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. I can do that. Well, we can talk more as that gets closer. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say under on under over Labor Day. Okay. For the next trip august is good i'll do august i will be staying a week in ocean city literally visible can see atlantic city that actually sounds like a great great time to do it overnight like just tell somebody else to watch the kids you will have family there get a free night at borgata yeah i have that free night from my vegas i have to use it do you need to really see your family like seven days in a row or do you need to see them like three days in a row twice with a one-day gap in between. <laughs> that's a good point. Hmm? All right. Anything else on the trip? No, I think that's it. All right. So let's get into those Q1 earnings. If you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, you can do so at facebook.com slash group slash do for win. Find all of our great content and buy a shirt at do for win.com. Reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for win or me at Kyle Askin and send a question to Craig to do for win at gmail.com. And we may even answer it on air. And we can talk about Q1 earnings next time. Sounds good. What's next? I guess Boardwalk Empire. So I'll do the extra, extra, extra Cliffs Notes version. I'm uh, way, way past my bedtime, but that's fine. The only two really big things that happened is we found out that Teddy is sort of a, a pyro and, and 
burning everything down. And we find out that Nucky is having kind of more problems with Shooter McGavin. <laughs> Gets arrested for a while and thrown in jail. U.S. Attorney General Shooter McGavin. Yes, yes, indeed. So those are the two plot points that they were really pushing. So we get to see Nucky trying to make some machinations with whoever the attorney was that was trying to put him in jail before and Milton from Office Space. Yeah, the, the fishbowl money guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty much it. There's some other random stuff like Owen and Margaret are having sex again. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was good. I think it was interesting this time, too, because unlike the first time it happened when it was at Owen's urging, it was definitely Margaret that, that caused it to happen this time. Owen, Owen was trying to not do it, but you can only try so much before you have to do it. Ultimate hero of the show, Richard Harrow, has a crush, it seems like. Yeah, yeah. It seems like that's going to be going somewhere. The other person who has a crush is Jillian, and I am not happy about it. I know, with poor Roger. Poor, poor Roger. Poor Roger, who she will call James. And just looks like Jimmy. It's just bad. As soon as I saw him, and as soon as I saw her on the boardwalk looking at him, I was like, no, do not go that direction. And it absolutely 100% went that direction. Poor Roger. That's all I have to say. He has no idea what he's getting himself into. He seems kind of like an idiot and a nice person, which are two strikes against him, I think, for this ending up well for him. <laughs> yeah. Jip Rossetti did not appear in the episode, which automatically moves this to the v- number one. He has fled from Pharaoh Heights or whatever it's called. I, it seemed like not a lot happened in this episode. It, it held my interest a bit more than like some of the previous episodes. Yeah, I guess the setup for them potentially taking down the attorney general and, and what that might mean for prohibition, like that'll be interesting. There are some characters that are becoming more interesting. Like I think Owen is a lot more interesting of a character now than he was, you know, at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what they do with the lady attorney's character. She seems like she could be an interesting character if she gets a bigger role, which it seems like she's going to. I don't know her name, so sorry. Sexist. If it was a male <laughs> attorney, you'd know his name. You know Milton from Office Space's name. Yes, I know his name is Milton from Office Space, <laughs> and the other guy is Shooter McGavin. Those are... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. If only she were in more movies that I really like. Yeah. It did help my interest a bit more. And of course, poor Roger. Poor, poor Roger. From Illinois. I've never done a complete 180 on a character in a show as much as Jimmy's mom. (laughs) I know, you were so high on her in season one. So, so low on her now. (laughs) Uh, Poor Roger and poor poor Teddy. Not Teddy, Tommy. Poor Tommy and poor poor, uh, Teddy's sister, whose name I also don't know. So it probably truly is sexism, frankly. (laughs) (laughs) The one with who had polio. With polio, yes. Bad things happening to a lot of characters. And Nucky got fined five dollars. Poor, poor Nucky. Poor Nucky. I'll let, I'll let you go to bed. I guess. Indeed. And by let you go to bed, I mean we're going to talk for twenty minutes about IndyCar qualifying after this. <laughs> I have two dollars on Colin Herta to win tomorrow. Two bucks. Colton. Yes, Colton Herta. People were speculating he might go to F1, but then he just signed a new huge contract. So, which means nothing. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, thank you guys very much for listening. I know this was a bit longer than usual, but, you know, it was also a bit of a special occasion. So we look forward to talking to you again soon, and hopefully we'll make it back to Atlantic City in not too long. Hopefully I'll make it back to Atlantic City in not too long, with or without Craig the Slacker. Fine. Hello. You're back. I feel better. How was your PB? Just the best. Peeing is good. I should do it more often. Yeah. yeah we talked about this on the trophy. Oh, no. Dead.
Mic unplugged. Skype hung up. <laughs> that sounded good. Yeah, yeah. No, the mic took a tumble off the desk and got unplugged in the process. Was good. Was good.